0: Yo, I finally got to see Rez for the first time. Oh, my God. Uh, If you don't know how podcasting works, this is The Electric Life. I'm your host, Andre. Uh, i kind of been struggling with trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do for uh, kind of like how I wanted to direct this podcast, and I kind of figured it out. Basically, it's going to be about EDM. It's going to be about raving, but it's going to be about my perspective Um on raving, the music, things like that. Everything is subject to my opinion and what I experienced, what shows I go to, uh, kind of everything in that aspect. So hopefully you'll stay along for the journey, um, the ups and downs. Um, I'll try to not do too much kind of like uh, critiquing because, I mean, you can just go on blog websites for that. Kind of give you a, a look into my eyes of what I see and what I kind of experienced. Um so I got to see uh Rez for the first time. I don't know I didn't know a lot about her. Um I knew some of her music. Uh it's kind of <sighs> Rez is her own genre. Um she her music is dark, it's trippy, it's um Kind of like a a dark techno vibe beast. I know there's people out there that're gonna be like, no, that's not that accurate term for it. But you know the music snobs. But to me, it's like a, a like. It's it's specifically for for vibing out. Right. It's nothing you you go crazy for. Um. I have a sample. I'm gonna play a little in a little bit, so you can get kind of like a feel of what it. You know it's like, but I mean her visuals alone. It's like watching a you know kind of like a haunted uh, scary movie kind of. Um, it definitely spooks you. Put it that way. So, I I got to see her, uh, in Orlando, uh, on Saturday, Saturday, um, February second, and oh my God, I finally see like it was just chill and like vibey and like, you know, being somebody who likes the bass music and the you know, just the the songs that make you headbang and the filthy ones. It was nice to stop and like kind of reflect on just the vibes, just close your eyes and just feel the music, Um, but still have a little bit of bass to it. Anyway, here's the sample, and then I want to talk about it more after that. All right, so that sample was actually from... I don't know if you remember, I talked about it in the earlier episodes of the podcast. Uh, it was basically Nightmare on Red Street. It was a kind of an audio-visual project she created. Um, hopefully, I don't get copyrighted, uh, you know, in trouble with copyrights for that. I'm definitely going to credit her. It was only a 10-second clip, so I think it would be good. But I wanted to show you, like, do you feel that, that rhythm you had? You were just like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. That's Rez. She... She comes out, right, kind of moving her hands around like she's airbending. Uh, yeah, like an Avatar. And then you know she has these goggles that she's really known for. And what happens is on the goggles, they're like LED goggles, so they kind of change colors as she's, perf- uh, you know, as she's performing. Basically, is what it is. Um, and it's just it's, you just remember it. You just sit there and you're like, oh my god, this is actually really cool. And so she put on a great performance. Um, actually, before her coming on, there was Akali who I wanted to see because I saw him, uh, back in December of last year, uh, when I saw Grizz or, you know, the year before that. And Akali, what I remember is he was just versatile with his music. He played a little bit of everything, kind of, he was a good supporting act. Um, because he really made you pumped up and get really in tune with the music. No matter what song he played, you'll you'll like it before the main act came on. Um and aside from that, part of the, the one of the big reasons why I wanted to go see Rez was one, I got to see her for the first time, but I also I got to hang out and see the show with a friend um I met at EDC Orlando and uh one of the people i went to the kill the noise show with um his name is ish and he, you know I, it was it was the first time we were like by ourselves um you know kind of hanging out outside of being with the whole my whole group of friends that i've been going and traveling around and going to shows with so it was nice to have like a one on one connection thing um i kind of you know I I honestly I had a blast um with just vibing with him and Rez and we were just we're we were getting close as friends. It was it was an awesome experience, you know? Um and one of the other things and I'm glad he was there for me for it, was that um I okay, so this is one of the, also one of the issues why I kind of saw the podcast for a while. At EDC Orlando I, it was the first time in a while that my social anxiety came back and hit me hard. I had, I had, I had prepped a lot of time and um, excitement thinking, you know, EDC is going to be this magical place, and it was, uh, where everybody is loving each other, and I don't know what it was I don't know if it was that I was staying at home base orlando um which is like a a uh basically a a a resort that this company music festival of trips booked off to kind of house a lot of people going to EDC orlando. I was the only one from my group who was going there um and so they to cut it short they had buses that took you there so you could to meet people and i I'm not the most social person. I'm not going to normally com- have a conversation with somebody on the bus unless they, you know, approach me first or initiate the conversation first. So, I kind of went into Addis so Know by myself. Um literally in, in inside. My friends came on later, um the ones I knew who, you know, I wanted to see. But I so there was like an hour when I got to the festival that I was like crap. I don't know what to do. So I literally... T- social anxiety is, is a terrible thing. Um, I literally... sat on the grass for by myself for like 45 minutes to an hour waiting until my friend showed up. And that's something that's never happened before. I've never, you know... Normally I would just go in and and go to see who I wanted to see, but it just hit me. It was just like... I felt like I couldn't function without anybody with me, and it kind of disappointed me. Um, Yeah, my friend showed up later on, and I had a good time, but it was like, did I really just do that? And so then um, moments into the, or, you know, later in the day, um, I just kept thinking about that, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if if it was the setup of the festival, or, I mean, I'm trying to find excuses probably, but every time we would go deep in the crowd, into crowds, I would get so overwhelmingly hot that I had to step out. And so I would tell them I'd be like, hey, I'm gonna hang back. Or even during, you know, after the ganja uh set uh on day one. When I think Bass Nectar was gonna come on after that. Or I don't know exactly. I just remember me like bass about to come on and people swarming in and I was like guys I'm getting really really hot and like overheated I need to go step out and it, w- it was nighttime it wasn't even that hot um I just I just felt choked up and so like I, I literally went to the back the very back of the stage um or excuse me the very back of the area where the stage was like in the back of the crowd and just sat there against the fence by myself like watching a show from quite some distance, I, it hit me like never before, I just, I felt so overwhelmed from everything, and so, that's kind of why I've been, um, kind of lax on the podcast, and kind of just been trying to go to shows, and trying to push myself out there to, you know, overcome what had happened at EDC Orlando, um, I had still had a good time, but, Ever since that point, I, every time I go into crowds, I I just feel overwhelmed, and um I mean, there are times where I I push through, or sometimes, or it doesn't happen, but a lot of times it's just like whoa, um. So I I I know I'll overcome this anxiety issue with festivals because I mean they're the they're a magical place. There I shouldn't feel like this, but I mean you can't control how the mind works, and so. One of the things I got to help me, and has become like a popular, <laughs> popular topic. Uh, whenever I bring it around, I got one of those wooden fans. I actually got one at Homebase Orlando, but I lost it at the Kildenoy. Oh, actually, on the Uber back from the Kildenoy show. Um, it was basically this really well made wooden fan that said Homebase on it, and what I would do because obviously you know. People in crowds, they're hot, they're sweating, they're dancing, right? Um, I won't lie to you, some people are on stuff, and so people get really sweaty. Really, really sweaty, really hot. And so I have this fan here, I'm fanning myself to keep myself cool, I don't want to get too anxious or overheated or overwhelmed. But I'm also fanning people around me, and you should see their faces. They're just like, oh my god, thank you so much, I'm so hot, because everybody's sweating. Like crazy. It's intense dancing. It's intense. But I was actually pissed off because I lost that fan. So what I did was I, I went online and found the company that made fans like that. Cause it, was, it was a like really good quality fan. Really good giant fan. You could smack it out and um, it would make like a popping sound so you could try to flip it on beat. And I started, you know, because I was getting really good at playing with the, the home base fan. I would twirl it around and Flip it, open it, pop it back out. And so I went online and to that website and I found an amazing, amazing one. It is a it is a fan. And when you open it up, it's cheese pizza with pepperoni slices on it. And it is, I mean, it's just it's so amazing. It's when you open it, people around you just look at it and they're just like, oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. Well, actually, the company I ordered it from, I guess, screwed up, and I got sent two fans. So now I have two pizza fans. It's amazing. And now I get to take them out to shows, have a topic of conversation. I get to show people and not have to initiate the conversations, but yet they smile whenever they see the fan, and also I get to fan them and fan myself and just keep everybody happy. It was definitely a great investment. I'm going to be taking it to shows with me, so hopefully you get to see my cheese, uh, my pepperoni pizza pan wow alliteration my pepperoni pizza fan wow it's hard um i i love that fan it's it's fun to play with i don't know it's it's gonna be my thing you know where's andre where's his fan you know everybody's dying out there in those festivals especially the ones in the summer um the ones in south florida when i go to fk uh which is forbidden kingdom the bass festival and people are headbanging in the sun and and Boca, that'll be useful. Um I'm I'm actually really, really, really excited for Forbidden Kingdom. Not just for the the, the amazing lineup, but just the different artists that I've been wanting to see for a while. Excision. Um I got a, a jersey that says I'm a headbanger. It's blue and black. It's amazing looking. I can't wait to wear it out there. Um it's it's uh, I believe the material is dry fit. Yeah. Um or something like that. And uh I actually I'm also excited to see um I mentioned this lo- uh, last episode there was somebody I've been traveling and going to sh- not traveling, going to shows with Meeting out um with other friends and just kind of raving with um she's be kinda she's become kind of a really close friend of mine, and you know we talk a lot um we just connected ever since imagine and she was one of the people i I really wanted to see during e d c orlando um because we just we we connected on a level that was unexplainable we just understood each other in terms of how we saw the world and um her her name is marley Marley, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, I don't normally give shout outs in the podcast. No, um, no, she's a really cool person. She, before meeting Marley, I you know had always like done boring things, and since meeting her, I've I've wanted to like just explore the world and try try new things. Things that I I lived in constant fear of trying things, and I was like, I don't know if my car is gonna make it to Orlando for the show. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it to Tampa. Uh, she just, she kind of helped me see that, you know, you, you have to take your chances. You have to take those moments. Oh, um, you know, Kill the Noise is playing in Orlando two hours away. Uh, it's only two hours. Let's go. Uh, so-and-so is going to play in Tampa. Oh, it's only three hours. You know what? Let's go. Because that's, that's when you have the enjoyable moments. That's when I'm going to have content to speak up on the podcast. That's when I'm gonna have just moments of bliss. Moments where I make memories. You know? So I'm going to be seeing uh Marley at Forbidden Kingdom and we're gonna headbang together. <laughs> oh god, I'm so I'm so excited. And I get to see the people I saw and headbanged with at Imagine, like I rode the rail with for the first time. Oh, by the way, side note. We'll get to that way down the road, but I did buy uh my Imagine ticket and camping. So I'm going again to Imagine. Hopefully it's a good lineup. They haven't even released it yet. Uh so but I had to do it again. It was the first festival I had that actually wanted to keep going and I was like met all these friends. It was an incredible experience. So I'm definitely doing that again. Um yeah, uh and then honestly like there was um some new music that came out this like past week um the okay so the first song i i liked somewhat but i didn't like it as much as other people liked it i thought it was like decent um it was the new millennium song called crashing it's it's good it's really good and it's uh featuring bahari um it just I don't know, maybe it's a song that I'll grow into, like you know, like I did with uh Without Me, the Halsey remix. Um, or or excuse me, the Millennium remix. Or maybe um like God damn it, that song grew on me. Uh but I liked those a lot more than I did Crashing. And then another song that came out was it's the Alice in Wonderland uh Dylan Francis one, what is it called? Uh, Lost My Mind. Now, it's kind of like how Marley said it, because when I looked to it, I liked it. Um, You know, I was on my way to the gym, I was vibing to it. It, you can't really hear a lot of Allison in it. You you hear a lot of Dylan Francis, and if you, I guess he has a certain sound, and I kind of picked it out Um, after Marley told me that, I was like, Oh my god! It makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, it's just new music, you know. Some people don't like it. Some people aren't gonna like it. I think it's okay. And then, oh my god, the much anticipated Bear Grylls' demons song, um, which is the title track for the album. Now, if you know Bear Grylls, you know a lot of his stuff is very intense dubstep, you know. Uh, like, too loud. This song is a deeply emotional. Okay? The the lyrics is just like... I don't know. You really feel it. But also, just the... the you know, when it drops the future bass, oh my God, it is such a good song. Like, on an emotional level. And it's not, you know, typical with music that Bear Grylls creates. So... I don't know. I liked it a lot. It was different. It was a mix of uh it was a way to mix it up into what he normally makes out there. And then honestly, there was a there was a a group that um I'm trying to remember, a group that Ish actually told me about cuz he apparently knows a lot about music and he's always in the loop of, you know, what's being released and he actually tells me a lot of the time. Uh it's Crystal Skies. And their music if you if you ever get a chance to listen to it. It's different, but it's it's actually pretty awesome. I forgot, I'm trying to find out exactly what and I should have looked this up before um recording the podcast. Um They're signed onto the same label as I'm trying to remember who. Crystal Skies. Let's do a quick Google. Um they're signed on to Monster Cat. Who's I forgot Monster Cat is part of. Uh I guess it uh, marshmallow, pegboard nerds. Okay. I'll have to get that info next time and I'll tell you on the next episode because um, I just apparently can't do proper research when recording a podcast. No, uh, I just didn't remember. The um, last thing I wanted to talk about was my idea. I want to do this thing called plur, po- plur Share of the Week. Basically every week, whether it be a tweet or Instagram post, I want to basically share something cool, something plur that kind of makes you feel good. So uh, look for it on the the Electric Life Pod Instagram page or the Electric Life Pod on Twitter, and I'll share content that kind of just shows happiness, plur, peace, love, unity, and respect. And, I mean, also while you're at it, follow us on Facebook at the Electric Life pod, but just content that kind of makes you smile and go, wow, there are nice people in this world, or wow, raving does sound like a fun idea, or I, I I, really want that experience, or things like that. Um, Actually, I lied. That wasn't the last thing I wanted to talk about. So, you know the game Fortnite, right? I mean, if you haven't heard of this game, you've been living under a rock, because this game is, I mean, I'm I love it, but this game it really it breaks the walls of what you expect a game to be like or you know um what they bring into it by now i hope i hope you've heard of the marshmallow show in fortnite the pre-programmed show he had uh on saturday i actually missed it cuz i was at work uh at 2 p.m. this past saturday which is february again second and Basically, what it was is you would go into the game at 2 o'clock and you would go to an area of the map where there was a stage and there would be a countdown. And he would literally perform a set in front of you like with theatrics, lights in the sky, holograms. Um, It was a full show and it really showed people what actually going to a show and seeing a DJ play live is like. It was actually that accurate. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to see holograms in the sky, but you're going to see fireworks. You're going to see, I mean, everybody was just doing their emotes, dancing. You could see all videos online, even Marshmallow's video. Um, he, he uploaded it to his YouTube. You can see all the streamers dancing, uh, and every single one of them. Every single one of them said it was an amazing community aspect, but they, it brought literally so many people together. Um, So many players together, so many gamers, and so even, um, you know, there were streamers that said, you know, I, I should, actually, this actually seems like fun, Festival seemed fun, and I was like watching it and seeing their reaction, I was like, oh my god, this was genius. I mean, some people like marshmallows music, some people don't, but there was the community aspect of it, right, to sit there on a video game, which, I, I mean, on its own is just insane enough. To sit there and watch a show and people come out of it being like, I actually want to go to a show and see if it's like this. I mean, you're not going to be like doing crazy emotes and flying and things like that, but it really showed you what the possibility of raving and going to shows is like. It's not all about drugs and fun, and, um, you know, doing crazy things. It's love, it's peace, it's unity. It's everything you could imagine and more. Raving's awesome. <laughs> it's going to festivals is awesome. EDM is awesome. It's uh, it's it's gonna help me with my anxiety and kicking off this podcast and it being successful. So that's gonna wrap it up. Um, as always, I thank you so much for listening to the podcast, uh, the Electric Life. The title is gonna be the same because I think it actually represents my electric life. Or maybe I should change that, my electric life. Oh my god. I gotta think about that. Uh, again, if you haven't followed me already, follow my podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Electric Life Pod. Um if you you have any feedback, uh, any comments or anything, or you just wanna subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, and just give us five stars. I mean, if you want to, I mean, you don't have to, but I appreciate that. Just so we can spread the podcast and show the world that raving isn't what you think it is. It's something great. It's gives people purpose. It's love. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is Andre signing off. Later, guys.